Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, Albie. I was going to excoriate you, but it sounds like you've been having a tough time over there. It's fine. So I'm not going to excoriate you. I'm not going to excoriate you. you. I will say, though, that I'm getting, I'm taking revenge upon you tonight. (laughs) Why are you taking revenge upon me? Um, because you made me miss trivia. The place is packed down there, and they, this is I'm in the hotel. In there, yeah, I like the trivia. Today. I know we almost won it, but we got. Will we be there for next week? Yeah, as a matter of fact, we will be. Um, and are we going to go see a Hartford Wolfpack game when we are there? I think it week? looks like we probably will be doing that as well. It should be my first one in the club seats, Alice. It's not just any normal seat here. This is oh, living wow. large. Not everybody goes to see the Wolfen Pack. Um. Um, no, I'm getting reprisals because, yeah, you made me miss trivia. So I'll be going across the street to the North House after the podcast album. <laughs> and and um, in ordering an appetizer and having one drink and bringing in an, um, that, that appetizer will probably be the calamari. Last time you and I had pork belly um, or steak tartare, probably steak tartare. And last time you had. No, I, I had, had the ricotta. No, no, no. But we're not talking about what you had. I'm talking about what I had. I had the the oh. uh, pork belly. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. And because you've put a total dent in this evening. Oh, you definitely had the steak tartare. I remember that, actually. Yeah, the little toast points. I'll also be hiring an escort um, to really get a super <laughs> over-the-top revenge. Okay. Or do you think that's okay. not proportional? I don't I don't get about the Israel-Hamas stuff. That's not proportional, right? Because it took me longer to get home and get set up in the studio than you wanted. Yeah. No. By the way, so I want two things. You guys to know two things on social media. One, um, Alice has been admiring the painting, the painting, the picture behind me. It is a painting, and um, I don't. Can you see it now? Yeah. Can they see it now? I'm not. I'm, I'm seeing the software. Yeah, so, 
So but that picture, if you want to see it closer, that picture has been – it's now an NFT. That has been tweeted. I added it to my last tweet. So you can go and check out that picture if you'd like to. It's a railroad right. bridge in Simsbury. Wow. Now, another thing. Another thing. Um, mm-hmm. wait, what was I going to do? Okay. I went through State Tartar. Oh, no, yes. On um, on um, uh, Instagram, I put a picture of the menu of where I'm going to be going to get my apps. I will not actually, oh, it, and you can, Carl, uh, you can comment on that. I've had one commenter say that they would go for the garlic and chicken wings. So here's my thing: if I'm going to be there, sitting next to an escort, I'm not going to have garlic wings all over my hands. You, <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what you pay them for—is to put up with your garlic wing? I hands? would never let them see the real me. I, I don't care if it's... An what, escort? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I never signed so many but confidential... But they didn't want... They don't want to be with you anyway. I would have... have wait, hold on now. <laughs> Imagine all the... Conf, That's why you pay them. The confidentiality agreements I would have her sign. About one, my performance. Two, what I look like shirtless. Three, other things that can be measured. I mean, I would... I would have a stack of things to sign if I ever got an escort. I would non-disclosures. I'd have to build in hush money to the initial purchase. This would not be a good situation. Not be a good situation. I, in fact, am not going to get an escort. I'm going to cancel that. All. Give me a second, okay? Okay. Canceling escort. Ignore that. Ignore that in the um, uh, the uh, the bank statement. Uh, You know, it would be you know it wouldn't be interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never gotten an escort or a prostitute. Good. Um, yeah, well, I guess there. there you go. There you go, Alice. <laughs> you can just tell people that at my funeral, well, at least he wasn't a pedophile and was not a hooker guy. Um, but <laughs> He wasn't addicted to gambling. Correct. And I'm not a drug addict. Everything else is pretty much in play. <laughs> there you go. Um, but I can't... And probably some of you guys listening now, now probably do use these services to for... to have women come over i just can't imagine the transactional small talk i can't imagine it like well don't you think like every guy thinks that they're gonna like actually be the cool guy that is changes friends her. with the hooker yeah i would i as younger man yeah i think every guy has drunkenly been on the street trying to tell prostitutes that they don't need to be doing this including me when i was in my teenage years and Everybody else knew, but the the one when I was sixteen, she was in Montreal. She actually didn't need to be doing that. She was really beautiful, um, but she didn't want to hear the speech. Um, but uh, but <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't, I don't know like what, what you'd say because what if like you talk? She comes in. She's. I like, mean, even even just now, like with your garlic wings, you're worried yeah. about her seeing you eating garlic wings. Well, yeah, and that's just because it doesn't. Like you're not going to impress her. Well, no, I wouldn't try to impress her. It's just a matter of just human decency. She, it's something <laughs> she's going to see enough that's horrific that she's going to have to, you know, spend hours at a therapist, you know, and saying I don't know, like that that thing was technically a human form, but I I just 
you know, maybe I should have stopped this business one day before the guy in room 631 <laughs> called. But um, with the garlic wings. Um, but like, what if you tell, what if, what if she comes in and like, she's just like really sweet and nice and working through school and, and is like, like really decent. Do you like, wait, wait a second. I, I I'm going to work. I'm going to like be here. Like, like just using you. And it's not something that she would want to be do. Like the, if, you know, if, it should be totally humanized. I don't know. I haven't done this. I have talked to guys who have who have done this, and they say that, like that some of these these ladies, especially like in these good sites, are like really nice. So like <laughs> that would be. It, or, did I tell you? About, there was an Orthodox saint that um, would hire prostitutes just and then like not just let them have the night, like pay them for the night. Santa Claus. Then, not him, but another one. Yeah. Interesting circles, Ellis. I mean, it was a really big thing that women had to do that then. So anything that people could do to save them from that was obviously a huge act of charity. Did I tell you about the time? You know, at the Herald, I had this string of for Boston Herald Radio. I had this string of like fun things. I wanted to get the newsroom excited, and I wanted to, I wanted to pop younger for the paper. So like. We had all different like Patriots cheerleaders, that kind of thing, and 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 we had like young, um, like we had George Foreman's son come in, and like we were doing young and kind of edgy stuff. And I found a this is something I've done. Right? I found a lingerie company, and I said, "Hey, can you do a segment on lingerie and bring in a lingerie model?" Because I thought this is great. We'll have photogs here. <clears throat> How did out stop that? This is after. This is after we had a a, a a woman who a woman yeah we had we got somebody who dress was a who did comic cons in Boston and all over the country and she um, I forgot who she was but she was all sorts of characters and she um, she came in and she wanted. Oh yeah, we took a bunch of pictures of her, and she was like really like we interviewed her on the air, and she was like really into like sexual talk and this and that, and it was like way advanced for me and me and Joe Battenfeld, as a matter of fact, who were interviewing. We're like we we hit. She was just she was just very like it was pushing it, but then she like walked through with her like Supergirl outfit through the newsroom, which was very funny, and we took pictures and. It, well, the <laughs> protog took pictures, etc. And at one t- point, we got to the conference room, um, and I forgot what I forgot exactly what we were doing. But she asked if I wanted um, to take nude, uh, topless pictures of her, and I said, "No, no, thank you, no, thank you." You know, it's the kind of thing that, as, you, <laughs> as, a, as a young guy, you're like, "Someday, wouldn't it be great?" But like in person, this there was nothing like organically, uh, oh, like okay. You know, it, this was supposed to be harmless, fun, you know, uh, booth baby kind of stuff that, you know, just c- kind of like, wow, they're doing that on Herald Radio kind of thing. But but um, but it was like, that's not good. There was another time. This is my this is my my ju- judgment is, is poor. Sometimes we we had, yeah, like I said, we invited the lady to come in for uh, the, we invited the lingerie people to show off their um their new whatever line of stuff. Something was happening, something, whatever. We said, come on in. 
And do you have a lingerie model that, who can come in? This, I did more than this at the Herald, by the way. This is just kind of the because we're talking about this in women, et cetera. So they bring in the lingerie model. The lingerie model is a woman who's lovely and um, very educated and sweet and has a daughter in daycare or something. And we're like, this is not what we were – no, no, no. We were looking for the Hawaiian Tropic bus, you know – we didn't. We're looking. We're not looking for a person with a whole lot of substance. We're looking for a person who gets paid generally to be walking around the lingerie, not your friend next door who needs the money. It's like, oh, anyway, it, it, that that's so. Yeah. So anyway, I'm out of. Before I ever had a chance to get into the uh, escort business, I'm already out now. But I will be into the um, probably the steak tartare business. Speaking of Wolfpack, Alice, do you have? I'm not looking at your. Um, face, so I don't know if I saw a look of concern, I would be okay. What do you look like? So, okay, so I'm not in trouble. That's not an I'm in trouble Why face. Why aren't you looking at my face? Um, I've been looking, um, I've been looking at the sounds, uh, the, the cuts I have, etc. So, that's not an I'm in trouble look. I'm not in trouble, okay. right? Mm-mm. No, you're not in trouble. No. That's amazing. You know, there have been relationships in my life where do you feel like you should be in trouble. <laughs> those people who listened last night in your absence will will understand i feel that's uh, okay speaking of wolf pack this is going to be the first time alice that uh-huh. right after escorts we're moving right to wolves because this is exactly what we talk about when we talk about good intentions and their impacts Embattled wolves gain a new frontier in Democratic Colorado. The move is stoking political tensions. Hold on, it closed on. Yes. The move on wolves is stoking political tensions in Democratic Colorado. Yeah. Is everything okay over there? Yeah, I'm sorry. It, Are you um, big tartar? No, it uh, it just the news story. The AP app is kind of a mess. Um, so there is even a lawsuit. Gray wolves, subject of new recovery plan, endangered species act. These wolves, in essentially, everybody. These are in the urban, in the cities. Come on, AP. Work with me here. So this is great. Wildlife officials plan to release gray wolves in Colorado in coming weeks. At the at the behest, um, in the coming weeks, at the behest of listen to this, Alice. Sorry, I didn't get, didn't get out of frame. Oh, right there in the middle. I, should, I was trying to move you back oh, while you were. Okay, doing I'm that. leaning here, so you can do this. Where do you? Where do you? I'm right here. This is where I want to lean. Like to be. Okay. Um, the gray wildlife officials plan to release gray wolves into uh in Colorado in the coming weeks at the behest of listen to this urban voters and to the dismay of rural residents who don't want the predators but have waning influence in the democratic led state. Um, it talks about the wolf reintroduction. The, the, the reintroduction starting with the release of up to 10 wolves emerged as a political wedge issue when GOP dominated Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana refused to share their wolves for the effort. <laughs> Colorado officials ultimately turned to another Democratic state, Oregon, to secure the wolves. 
as anticipation grows among wildlife advocates who have already started a wolf naming contest, ranchers in the Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. where the releases will occur, are anxious. They've already seen glimpses. Oh, fucking EP. God, you suck. They've already seen glimpses of what the future could hold as a handful of wolves that wandered down from Wyoming over the past two years killed livestock. The fear is such attacks will worsen, adding to a spate of perceived assaults on western Colorado's rural communities as the state's liberal leaders embrace clean energy and tourism, eclipsing economic mainstays such as fossil fuel extraction and agriculture. In, especially grading for the ran, for rancher Don Gittleson is that his fellow Colorado residents invited the reintroduction through their narrow approval of a 2020 ballot measure. Suburbs and cities along Colorado's front range, which includes Denver, carried the vote despite strong opposition from less densely populated counties where the wolves will be released. It was the cities that voted for it. Most so the of them people... can't tell the difference between a wolf or a coyote or a dog, said Gittleson, who lost at least six cows and calves to wolves from his Sherman Creek ranch. So, yes, these animals, since they've been reintroduced, and this was a big thing in the 90s, have been eating the hell out of livestock, Clydesdale horses, goats, pig, everything they can get. These wolves are monsters. But the people in the urban centers... In the sub leafy suburbs, mm-hmm. want them there. Think it's cute, nice to have because they're wolf. cute. Piece of their back, the wolves are back. As but the wolves live with the farmers, and the farmers are being. But of course, the they don't. These people, they don't care. Those are mega people who are who don't want the wolves there. You need right. to the suck it up. The people that have to live with the wolves are over there, and the people that want the wolves yes. to be in the county with the farmers. We are. want the wolves, but we want the wolves with you. <laughs> I know. And, we want you to have to deal with wolves. Yes, and it reminds me a lot of we talked about like the the way the busing was rolled out. Like it, people in Lexington and Winchester wanted to make sure that we were desegregating immediately. That but means, only in that, Boston. That means you, Boston, right? We're not going to have any problem in Lexington. And the it's like this whole wanton destruction of you well, know, and in Boston, it's particularly crazy because there are some really wealthy communities like right around Boston, so. For example, where you used to live in Boston, where I met you in Brighton, you know, you can go down the street and be in Brookline, which has fantastic schools. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you live on the wrong side of that line, your kid is getting sent across town to who knows where in Boston to some terrible school with metal detectors. Yeah. It's just amazing. But just the idea that good progressives, it makes me feel good. In, it makes me feel good to inconvenience you. What's yes, the in my deal? suburb with all my lawn signs, it makes me feel good that those wolves are allowed to play in our state. See? See? Right. And, like, what is your problem with them? What is your problem with the wolves? It's so typical. Wear the mask. It's not that big a deal. Yeah, that's right. Always. It's the same people who want to make sure, like, even though there's, there's, like, not a bike within 10 counties – we need bike lanes. We need to bump out the curbs. We need to change everything to make them pedestrians. It's like, leave people the F alone. It's so, you are, between the student loans and wolves and all this stuff, you are really, you are really inciting. The left is really inciting people. 
Well, yeah, and the economy too is the the left attitude about the economy is getting really old. There's been this thing going around on Twitter where people have been complaining about inflation and people on the left are making fun of them for like buying too expensive food. You know, people are saying like, oh, I bought a steak, I bought this, I bought that. You know, somebody said they bought like the big container of deli meat at Wegmans and it was $16 and somebody's like, oh, well, shopping at Wegmans, you don't need to shop at Wegmans. Like they're doing something wrong. People are terrible. But it used to be $16, you know what I mean? So if the left's approach to the economic problems is to say it's not happening and you should be just learning to live within your means anyway and, you know, just be poorer (laughs) and be okay with it. That will not be a winning message in 2024 if that's their approach to the economic messages. And and they, unfortunately, this is not done. And I'm really concerned, actually, about the economy because they've kept hyping how like they've done a soft landing and they've reduced inflation without causing a recession. I think they shouldn't celebrate too soon because the... I mean, the recession could still come. There's, I mean, just around us, for example... In Rhode Island, Hasbro's laid off 1,100 people. In Boston, the State Street Corp has laid off 1,500 people. Ernst Young laid off 10% of their partners. Um, you know, there's really there there are really a lot of job losses happening right now. In a way that I don't know that it's getting talked about enough. We've talked to a bunch of people in IT. I mean, we have family and friends who are in IT who are watching colleagues or themselves be laid off and the list goes on and on i i do not think that that the pain the economic pain is over much as i would like that to not be true because personally i would like the economic pain to be over but what's wrong honey i don't want to hear a long story is it something i can do something about right this second i don't Okay, I'll be right down. We're almost done. Um, but I, I think that, you know, if, if this is going to be the left's approach here is it's really not that bad and the inflation has gone down and real wages are up. And, you know, I've even seen some people lecturing people who complain about inflation on the left, like left wing people who are like, there really is a lot of inflation. They'll say stuff like, you know, well, the left has been advocating for higher wages for working people, and and this is what happens when the working people have higher wages. I thought you were against income inequality, right. but it turns out you're just a pretty bourgeoisie that you know you think that your consumer upper middle class needs are more important than than you know what the McDonald's workers make. But this, yeah, well. This is the income is, equality. Is this is the income inequality impo- they were talking about, it, right? Is this is what you, this is what you get? Is your DoorDash costs one hundred and fifty dollars? That's is this, where we are. <laughs> well, is this why like people are posting like in jest? Oh, I'm I'm having the lobster confit with this, that, and that, and this, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making fun of somebody who posted that they ordered DoorDash for their family from Outback Steakhouse and they got two oh, blooming onions, some lobster tails, a steak, and a salad, and it was like hundred and fifty dollars. So, oh, so the it, point is okay. The, the, that's you. That's not really bad. It's the way you're ordering. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. I yeah, see. The, the point is, you know, like, ha ha, sorry, you can't get lobster tails anymore. Sucks to be you. But, you know, people's expectations are that 
their quality of life is not going to go down if the economy is good, right? Right. Yes, it's not that, that we're actually financially hurting. It's that I'm too stupid to realize that my escorts and steak tartare are a costly. Right. Alice, you were having uh, a good-looking day. Really? Thank you. Have you seen the funny, the most amazing thing, the thing that put me in a much better mood today after I missed trivia, that put me in a much better mood, Alice? Oh, sorry, I didn't have the mic on, Cyril. Okay. Would you like to tell us something? Oh. Cyril would like to weigh in. The mic's Go on. Go right ahead, Cyril. Does he have oh. headphones on? He's putting them on. Go ahead. Tell us Go right what you ahead, need Cyril. to follow. I'm such a bad time. Why are you having a bad time? Everybody's being mean. Well, Santa's going to remember that they're being mean. Also, I got... Being I, I've mean already... things like when he asked for a cup of milk, Sally asked if he could get the cup while she got the milk. I don't think he'd be that petty. But, Cyril, I've already gyped two cookies. I gyped uh, some of those little candies we had the other day, and I've gyped two chocolates. And if those other kids want any of that, they better be nice to you. How's that sound? Good? So, okay. uh, thank you, Cyril. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, uh, the best thing <clears throat> is, you know, the all the. Uh... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, no whites allowed party that happened last night at the Parkman house, Alice? Mm-hmm. Where I've been, by the way, I, w- I was invited by my friend Jacqueline Cashman. We went on a date there, Alice. I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah. Very nice. We're fatter then. Yeah. Imagine that being possible. That's right. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so, oh, yeah. That's when we went to, me and Jacqueline went to the Beacon Hill Pub for a drink before we went there. And she ordered a glass of wine from the Beacon Hill Pub, which is just, just amazing, amazing disconnect. They didn't know where to find the bottle of wine. They no, bottle of- ordered the wine, guys. <laughs> I know. What do you think? This is Buckingham Palace. Um, but the most amazing thing is the pictures of the park Parkman house last night, a bunch of the party goers, Alice put their hoods on or covered their faces as they went in. <laughs> how, fan- how fantastic. You guys are just racist. Own it. Put your face out there. How fantastic is that? How low do you have to be? The, uh, daily mail or channel seven, I think, um, caught up to woo. I'm going to try to play this. If, if it's her, let's see if we can mm-hmm. get it. Hopefully this is not a pre-roll ad. This is in the daily mail. UK. Hey, dude, oh, it's that? a pre-roll oh, ad. Okay. I- Wait till this thing is over. But can you imagine like how exactly low must you be? Must you be? 
to be hiding your face from a party you're going to go to, but you want to so go to it that you're hiding. It's so fantastic. So fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's so incredible. Like, how hard would it be to just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Honored to be a part of this group. It is a long-standing affinity group that has grown in recent years here in Boston and Massachusetts. It, you know, think of the Congressional Black Caucus or the Black and Latino uh, elected officials at Legislative Caucus at the State House. This is one that spans all levels of government. No, this is a party. It's um, a space for space? people to build coalitions and coalitions. represent communities. Well, well, don't Aren't coalitions diverse? Aren't communities diverse? Well, this is when not building they say co- diverse, they mean something different than what you say when you mean that. Some people think diverse means there's like lots of different types of people with lots of different types of opinions. Oh, I see. But to the left, diverse actually just means there's black and brown people there. I see. ...that exist and each one should have their own space to connect and build and do that work and, and uh, holiday season's a great time just to get together. Each one should have their own space to do that work. Are they in that building doing that work or are they getting plastered right now? Right. Yeah, right. Doing and that very, work, their own space. Oh, it's so you fantastic. Know, obviously, and somebody else said this. Ricardo Arroyo was saying, "Oh, well, you know, there's the Congressional Black Caucus, and there's the Congressional whatever Caucus, and that's okay." Well, yeah, it's okay for you, the Congressional Black Caucus, to exist, even though I mean, it's way old news, and right wing people have been saying forever there's no like Congressional White Caucus, but whatever. I mean, like just starting from there. Okay, fine. You're allowed, nobody's stopping you from having the Congressional Black Caucus. But if you're throwing a party, and particularly if you accidentally send out the invite to everyone, the thing to do is to just open the party to everyone. Like you said, they're not doing the legislative work there. The electeds of color can have their holiday party and invite white people to it. Well, you or, know what I mean? Or Michelle Wu can also use a a a function house which the parking house is that is owned by the city of boston she could also never do this never have a segregated segregated event in city property or she could have it at her house as a matter of fact well right right we get back to I'm- her and enjoy each other's company as well um, i'm proud to host many many of these across all different types of coalitions so um, wow you know, the speak the, the tyranny comes with a smile and it comes with an I'm proud of doing this in a gentle voice. It's her. It's Justin Elliker. It's Jacob Fry. It's Justin Trudeau. They're all the same people. Paul really isn't. Uh, you know, it was a, a, one of those emails that we've all sent at one point or another. Oh, have we? Uh, I haven't. Really have you, Alice? Have you sent an email to? No, I've never I've... sent an invitation to a racially segregated party by accident. Really, if anything, in a real world, she would be resigning. It's one of the city councilors. It's going to be a royal, maybe. The fact that that a black city councilor had to step up and stand next to her and say, "Yeah, I sanction this thing," shows you it ain't great. I don't know. See if it's all him. 
the group was built up because of the fact that we had hundreds of years of folks um, not being able to have the same opportunity for others in this country. He's saying for hundreds of years these groups haven't had to be, had the same opportunities in this country. So, because of something happened hundreds of years ago now, which we've learned was immoral, the segregation and the subjugating and the exclusion, we're going to be segregating and excluding. Yes. Yes. But the people who did it back then, when, by the way, it was commonplace... And not consider- Michelle Bolconer Wu is going to stand in the door of the holiday party and make sure that whites can't enter. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> uh, By the way, her husband is white. Was she allowed to bring him to the holiday party? I, I can't. I don't want to just by just by glance. I don't want to confirm or um, I don't want to assume his pronouns, Allison. So who knows? Who knows? By the way, okay. by the way, Michelle Wu is somebody who went to Harvard herself. Her parents were engineers. She is a person of privilege. She is a person who had all the rights. Huh? Oh, you're. I can't hear you. Stands with Claudine Gay. I would think she stands with Claudine Gay. Do you think she stands with Claudine Gay? Yes, I would think think so. Who, by the way, is continuing to inspire tweets from. Uh, like black intellectuals like Mark Lamont Hill is tweeting out stuff like watching a bunch of mediocre white men dismiss the intellectual abilities and professional competence of an extraordinarily successful and gifted black woman is nothing short of stunning and profoundly American. <laughs> uh, Karen Ataya, that uh, Washington Post editor woman wrote, I hope black women in public facing positions are taking extra care with their safety and security right now. But really, if Claudine Gay is an example of the best black women have to offer, then that's actually not a good reflection on black women. I tend to not think that that's true. Uh, I think there are much better black women out there. Well, it's the same same thing for like the um, like the view, like just for women in general. It's like this is does this a sample of you mm-hmm. of your gender? This is where you guys are now. Right. Oof. Yeah. Claudine Gay is a is a midwit, and Michelle Wu is a dastardly, tyrannical, racist bigot. But people need to realize that these are the packages they come in now. They come in these right. packages. Michelle Wu is very pretty and and eloquent and and gentle, and you know, seemingly a family uh, person and this and that. But they're monsters. These people. And that's what she's doing. Is just you, like you said, mm-hmm. Bull Connor. It's the same thing. It's just dressed up differently. He also thought he was right. Of course. He also thought he was doing something that would unite. Of course. Everyone thinks they're right or they wouldn't be Coalitions. doing what they're doing. Coalitions. It's, it's remarkable. What else you got, LB? You got anything or should we head to the Chelsea Firewicked hot chat, chat, chat? Um, Let's really quickly um, play Kamala if we can. Too. Okay. Did you see that cut of her? Wow, I'll be really going after black There's- women in this one. Just because she's going to be our next president, probably. Okay, is this one I sent or you sent? Um, I sent it, I think. Okay, here we go. We all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet. 
based on what we've just been able to see, and because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. <laughs> She's got a little bit of uh, Andrew Augustus in her. <laughs> I know. She's definitely... I mean, the way that she talks is so stream of consciousness. Like, she's either some kind of guru who's giving us existential truths or she's insane. It's one of the two. But I, I also I think that this is a character. Seen, but we haven't seen and like, what? I also think this is a character that she has not developed. Kind of like my Trump where it's still under construction. This character, her Kamala, she, is not her, fully developed. Her, this Kamala, her when she looks down at Blasey Ford and says, "I see you, I hear you, you're seen, I'm centering you," and when she does like the little yes, like Queen stuff when she was in a, in a senator, when she would uh, yell at witnesses, that or she, that little girl was me. Yep, exactly. That, that she has done. This person, the the person who can just string together. Um, these this thought this stream of consciousness stuff this is not good i don't know who's telling her to, to do this does she not have a teleprompter maybe she can't read maybe not i don't know um yeah it, but she's an embarrassment and because she's a black woman the democratic party can't really walk away from her so it will be interesting to see what happens as we get into the next year or so of election season hmm by the way, I almost got in a car accident today, Albie. Cell phone went flying. I was, uh, somebody oh left lane, 495 South. We're all going pretty fast. Somebody about seven cars ahead just hits the brakes. Oh. People in front of me hit the brakes. I hit the brakes and managed to, thank goodness I was looking. I mean, I hit the brakes and managed to. Thank goodness we replaced those tires. Yeah, I was managing to straddle the, you know, the, the breakdown lane and the grass next to it. Thankfully, I didn't have a guardrail there. I had grass. So I was ready to bolt into the, essentially drive into the woods. The guy behind me hit the brakes, went into the grass, and his car spun around. Every, it was oh chaos. God. It was, yeah, it was the closest thing to like a real like T-Dog meets Jaws of Life uh, accident. But I'm safe. Don't worry about it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Trish says she would rather have Gus as the next president. I would too, actually. I would too. That would be fantastic. Fantastic. Do you think I like <laughs> Iran would mess with us. I'm like, I don't. Nobody can get a read on this person. Nobody knows what's happening here. Um, okay. Uh, are you ready, else? I'm ready. You ready for what? For the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline chat chat brought to us by Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Ready. By the way, how so about Joe Biden? Sorry? Oh, because you were singing the Nutcracker, I was saying. Oh, my goodness. About Jill, Biden, Jill Biden's White House. The weird Cirque du Soleil acid trip freaking White House video where they where they like managed to flamethrow the Nutcracker. Oh, weird thing that was. These people, everything they do is brutalist and ugly. It's just true. So let me get this straight. Uh, Mayor Wu was having a Klan meeting. Yes, that's, that's what I took from that. Yeah, she had one last night. She, did she have like a sign that said "No whites allowed"? You know. Yeah, it was. Yes. It was. She had. She meets with every lots of coalitions, and they do this all the time. She's happy. She, we've all sent emails like that for Klan meetings. That's what she told me. 
know. And <laughs> and then like once like a white person tries to come to the door, she's like, "Get your white ass out of here! Mm-hmm. Go get!" Yep. <laughs> oh God, backwards! Everything's backwards. Correct, ass backwards. Oh, and then you got Hunter playing the victim. They showed naked photos of me at this meeting. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, showed me with underage girls. Oh, I'm the victim. Oh, I'm already getting me with the pipe. Oh. Alice, I have a question for you. Oh, my God. Actually, Alice, you know what? You know what, Alice? What? I could actually. What? I could. I could reorder my escort and just watch some of his videos and how what the etiquette is. Oh yeah, it's like the Hunter Biden laptop is like a hiring an escort training manual. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. I wonder. Thank goodness. What a public service he's providing. You know what? I don't. Where do you think I could go get crack right now? I'm in essentially farming. I don't think any. I think everybody would assume you're a cop. Hmm. That's no good. That's no good. If you're in the area near Farmington, Connecticut, let me know if you're holding crack currently. Because I'm doing the full hunter. I'm like the only person in America who got through, well, at least where I, who got through high school without anybody ever offering me drugs ever. Yeah. Because really? they assumed I would like tell on them or something. Which you would. <laughs> Probably. BBP? But nothing. Not weed, not anybody's parents' Percocets, nothing. Nobody ever offered me a drug all through high school. BB- I know that. Hold I- on, Tim. BBP, explain yourself. One one four eight. I know that I heard correctly. Tom mentioned on the All You Can Eat pod does bleed over to this that he has never been to a Five Guys. This is a man I have not who has walked seven miles mm. in the snow in a hurricane to get expired tripe from the discount <laughs> section of a supremely discount supermarket chain. And never been to Five Guys. Explain yourself. I have not. I'll, you know, my Actually, speaking of the rotten section, by the way, yeah. you once again posted your Instagram post about the rotten section onto my Facebook page by accident. So now people think I'm buying expired pate. Oh, sorry about that. That was delicious. <laughs> I whacked that out last night. That was oh, delicious. Oh, it's so good. I feel so bad for you, Alice. Yeah, so Tim... I have never done the real designer hamburger thing. And I, there's a big hamburger place near us, too. Um, I respect a good hamburger. I have been to St- uh, Shake Shack when, when I worked at the Herald. And I did find that pretty damn delicious, I got to say. But um, I, I have respect for hamburgers. I respect burgers that are, like, exotic with all sorts of stuff on them. My son usually orders a crazy, like, breakfast burger that's got everything on it. But I haven't been to Five Guys. Five guys. I've seen them before. And I've been in one. With Alice. I just haven't. And there have been times, like, even when I've I'm... I've had five guys. I feel like you're not going to be that impressed. I feel like you're going to be like, what's the big deal? Well, that's how you are. Maybe. I mean, but there are some... They have some... Had some burgers that are just fantastic, including a great Kobe burger. Or Kobe burgers uh, that I had years ago. Uh, and I respect burgers. I, I have been... Depending on my level of fatness, usually when I'm just, like, normal gaining a few pounds every month, Tom fat. Usually I'm still like trying to stay away from buns. I tell myself that I'm on some kind of lower carb diet and then I whack out pasta later on in the, in the night. Um, but I, I am, I have, I have not done my due diligence in, uh, 
in the burger thing. I also don't want any more addictions because it's a, if it's a freaking awesome, then I don't want to have it in my mind and need to be at Five Guys every day because I will do that every day. And, you know, I did that. I had I, me and my brother. Well, I, I'll say me. I had an addiction to bibimbap in like 1998. You know, it's this Korean dish in a stone pot. And the first time I had it, I was like, this is weird. And then I had it again with my brother a few days late, late after that. And I was like, I am addicted to this and need this always. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying. And I say addictions as if, like, it's a clinical thing. I don't even know if it's a clinical thing. I'm just a weak-willed, wretched person is what I'm really saying. Uh, Unfortunately, you get sick of things quickly. So you'll have an addiction for a while and you'll want to eat, like, three of it every day. And then and then you you quit it and you never want to eat it again. Exactly. Exactly. That's what – because I have everything, all of it now – and then I'm done with it. I think this is going to be. I think we've got two more Tim from Cantons, which is great. I I miss you, Tim. BBP, TFA five five four. By the way, Tim, where would you suggest? What's the best burger place? I would like to know. Maybe it's Five Guys. Are my friend John Sapachetti says Five Napkins? That's really a place near Berkeley School of Music in, in Boston, I guess. I actually support the new Trans Fatty Airlines accommodation for our plus size friends because for one i'm not a a big large person yeah but i'm always accosted by the freaking manatees that sit next to me and literally have their blubber sitting on my leg my arm just taking up all my space because they can't fit in their tiny little seat which i do agree is way too small for the average person but my only request is in the name of equity now that we yeah. have that buffer seat between us, can I get a discount on my seat because I don't take up as much space? Oh, and I would also like to get a discount for not breathing as much oxygen. <laughs> Again, name of the game is equity, diversity, equality. He makes a point. He should be centered. We should hear him and we should see him. If he's not taking up that mm-hmm. much space. You know, I think about that last year. Remember when I was I went to California and I ran on JetBlue and they were mad at me and they sat me in general population and I complained about being fat. I get the feeling that, that was more about the people next to me than, than it was being nice about me when they when they let me have my row again after they yelled at me. <laughs> Although maybe that was fat folk. Maybe they were afraid that I look this guy looks litigious. This looks like <laughs> the kind of fat guy who's setting us up to get a take a big hit. Oh, by the way, Tim and Canton's naming convention is back. It's wonderful. BBP, Confused Lemur, 556. Are you listening, Alice? I can't see you. Are you listening? Okay. I'm listening. I'm talking to Cyril. Okay. Let let us know when you're done to ready to rejoin the show. I'm here. Okay. Here we go. Wow. After hearing the Burn Barrel pod from last night or the night before, I've just realized Tom is the age of a Gen Xer. Yes has the body makeup of a boomer <laughs> yes. thinks like a Gen Zia <laughs> and actually talks like a freaking millennial. What? We were lemur before lemur was a thing. Oh. When was lemur ever a fucking thing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> lemur. I want to hear the, the tapes, by the way, it's actually not a bad name. Do you have to, do you have, which computer needs to be fixed to play lemur? I think it's the one in the closet where, where you are. Um, yeah, no, we have that was going to be the original music for this show was was music from Lemur, 
And right before I started this podcast, it got my one of my kids spilled OJ on it or something, and so it was ruined. So when I say before lemur was a thing, it does sound dickish now that I hear it. It's not what I meant. Um, what I meant was like when I discovered lemurs in 1990 or 91, just watching like some GBH thing, is that nobody knew anything about them. Nobody knew the word lemurs unless you were like into odd primates from Madagascar. So it was not a thing. So I was like, wow, th- this animal is incredible. And I, I was watching documentaries and I read a bunch about them and the way they behave, etc. And they're really fantastic, weird animals. And, and it was not a widely known animal. Nobody knew about it. That's why, I, I mean, I was I was learning about them from Winchester, Massachusetts. We had a zoo next to us in Stoneham. There were certainly no lemurs there. There were no lemurs anywhere I'd seen. And it was the ring-tailed lemur, obviously, that got me. And I would... In in high school, I would joke with a friend about it, and I thought that's just a great animal with a cool name. But then, like lemurs became known. Every I forgot what how it happened in the nineties or the late nineties, they became known. Uh, maybe the movie Madagascar is after that, I guess. So maybe not. But but it definitely became nobody. As a matter of fact, the name was so rare that when they used to um, um, promote us on um, on WFNX, in my or it might have been BCN, as into who's playing at what club. They would say, and at 7.15, opening is Lemur. And I thought, that sucks. They have us being a French band named Lemur because nobody... You're the wall, but in French. Right. We were the wall, yeah. Lemur. Nobody knew the word Lemur. So that is what that's from. I am not a millennial, although before it was a thing, that sounds dickish, uh, Tim. I will, I, I'm not proud. You were the first person to know about Lemurs, honey. Good job. In which, Tom Shattuck, yeah, ooh. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, if you are in Connecticut, obviously Tom is there tomorrow at the Holiday Store. Are you in Avon tomorrow or are you in No, in- we're in Pratt Street in Hartford, Connecticut. Come and see us. George uh, Capaba will be here. Nice. With George Capaba, that's great. Next week in Connecticut will be all the Shattics. Um, so look out. We'll see you there. Say la vie. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.